Muggeteers, welcome to episode two of the Happy Today podcast with Lady Maga USA. My goal is to make you feel happy, to make you feel optimistic. And right now we are going to continue my journey. In the last episode, we spoke about why I became a drag queen. And today we're going to begin the journey of what it was like to leave my entire drag career behind and create Lady Maga USA and go forward with that. So as I contemplated how I was going to do this, I really did my homework about Donald Trump and made sure that I wanted to publicly associate myself with our president. And obviously, anyone who does their homework and actually researches what Donald Trump has done for our country and what he stands for and even his record on gay issues, like it's a no-brainer. You have to support our president. So I came out and created Lady Maga USA It took me months of development and deciding how I was going to do this and creating the social media and getting some looks together. So I created Lady Maga, uh, worked on it from May to August 2019. And then on August 12th, 2019, I publicly released Lady Maga USA. And oh my goodness, the backlash was immediate. The backlash was terrible. Before I actually started um, the Lady Maga USA social media, I had just gone to a pride celebration in Salt Lake City, Utah. Now, let me just uh, tell you, I hate pride. I hate pride parades. I think they are disgusting. They could be fun. They could be uplifting. They could be all about family and gay-owned businesses and LGBT, whatever. But they are about debauchery. They are about men walking around in thongs and leather sex gear in public. They are about women in pasties, and it's disgusting. So I knew that I was going to launch Lady Maga USA, but I went to a pride celebration, didn't tell people exactly what I was doing. And I just interviewed them and said, if you had one minute with our president, Donald Trump, what would you say? And people fully said they would kill him if they could. They said they would kill him if they could legally get away with it. They screamed the F word. The hatred of our president was so apparent. I made videos about it, and I just couldn't believe how radicalized the LGBT community had become, and pride was debaucherous. Let me just tell you this little story about pride. So I was walking around interviewing people, asking them what they would say to our glorious president, Donald Trump, if they had one minute with him. And um, I saw a little tiny girl at the pride celebration. She was wearing a princess dress and she was walking around, very cute little toddler. And across from her was a woman with her top off. She had pasties on her breasts covering her nipples and she was being led along by another woman by a leash. Okay, like a leash leading this woman and to top it off, 
she was covered in fake blood. I'm guessing it represented menstrual blood. For some reason, feminists are completely obsessed with their menstrual cycles and period blood. So what am I saying here? I'm saying a little toddler was at the Pride Celebration in Salt Lake City, Utah, exposed to adults-only XXX content. A woman walking around with her shirt off with nothing but pasties on her nipples, covered in blood, being led along by another woman on a leash. And I just realized, oh my gosh, I am so glad that I am leaving the radical LGBT community and the radical LGBT cult and going out to represent myself with dignity and fun and sparkles and smiles because my agenda is not to sexualize America and I would never, ever consider bringing bedroom behavior and adults-only explicit XXX content into the public. So I want nothing to do with mainstream pride parades. I want nothing to do with the mainstream LGBT radical pervert community. Like, goodbye. The good news is we have an entire new community of dignified, uplifting patriots who happen to be gay, who support our president. You can check out Brokeback Patriot on social media, Brandon Strzok, Rob Smith, Scott Pressler, Ariel Scarcella. Like we are a new movement and we are not part of the radical, disgusting LGBT cult. So I call it a cult. Yes, unapologetically, I call the mainstream LGBT community a cult. And here's why. You cannot dissent from their leftist ideology without being attacked. So I released Lady Maga, created my social media. Immediately in Salt Lake City Weekly, there was an article about the Trump queen, the Donald Trump of drag queens. Of course, their article was biased. Of course, they got comments from other drag queens who hate me. And it was just absolutely... Ridiculous. I didn't expect that kind of backlash from the drag queen community in Utah that had formerly been like my really close friends. Like I organized a lot of drag shows at the Bountiful Community Church in Utah and I wanted it to be G-rated. I wanted it to be about artistry and fun and theater and not about sexuality and perversion. So a lot of these drag queens who now hate me and insult me and call me a Nazi and a white supremacist and all that, I gave them their first stage. I gave them their first performance opportunity. I told them, girl, you have to wear two wigs. You can't just wear one. You got to stack your wig so your hair is nice and big. And all those people came for me. So the article came out in Salt Lake City Weekly, which was challenging. And I decided that we needed to organize an LGBT conservatives forum. So basically a show and a speaking engagement where people who are LGBT or gay or transgender, whatever, could have a platform to express themselves as conservatives. So we found a venue. Everything was great. The owner of the venue, I'll even just drop their name. It's Desert Star Theater in Salt Lake City. They signed up. They said, this is amazing. You can use our stage. I was going to MC. We had some conservative uh, drag queens who were coming in from San Francisco. We were ready to have this forum. And everything was set up. 
But the radical LGBT drag queens in Salt Lake City decided that they were going to shut our event down. They had a group on Facebook with 300 people who said they would show up and protest and scream and shut down our event. So long story short, the Desert Star Theater in Salt Lake City backed out and said, we can no longer host your event. It was a darn shame because they caved to the leftist mob. And that was their goal. And online, all of the drag queens in Utah were saying, I am disgusting. I'm a Nazi. I'm a white supremacist. And even the people who were originally part of my LGBT conservatives forum decided to back out because I called the LGBT mainstream community a cult. And they said, that's too mean. We can't say that. And these are people who I know are voting for Trump. They claim that they are conservatives. They claim that they are Republicans. But in reality, they caved to the leftist mob. There was a uh, gay politician in Utah He was supposed to speak at our event, but as soon as in a blog, I called the LGBT mainstream community a cult, they all backed out and dumped me. Fortunately, Frederick from the Log Cabin Republicans Utah did not back out. So we found a new venue and we were so excited. This venue, the guy who owns the venue, I forget the name of the club in uh, Salt Lake, but he said, look, nobody's going to mess with my venue. You can have your event here and we will not tolerate any protesters outside and y'all can have your event. So we were going forward with our LGBT conservatives forum and show. The day of our event, the day of our event, that venue backed out as well. Why? Because the radical LGBT cult in Salt Lake City called them incessantly threatening their venue. And the club owner fully told me that the owner of the building in which his club is located, Wells Fargo, said that if you have your event, uh, we're going to shut down your business. That's what he said. So the day of our event, after finding a second venue, our event was completely shut down. Can you believe that? Like literally, what about free speech? When was the last time conservatives called a venue and said, Bernie Sanders supporters should not be able to gather. People should not be allowed to have a Biden rally. Of course we don't do that. We believe in free speech. Like I would never shut down a rally for Kamala Harris or Sleepy Joe. Like, no, you can go have your event and I support your free speech, but it never goes both ways with the radical left. So they shut down our event And it was shocking, it was discouraging, but it was also motivating because we realized what we were up against. And that was the beginning of my journey with Lady Maga. Salt Lake City Weekly put out terrible articles about me, painted me as a radical Nazi, white supremacist, whatever. Our event was shut down. And all it did was motivate me to get even stronger and go forward. So I spent my time recording videos with a green screen. I taught myself how to use a green screen and how to do video. I bought a lot of expensive equipment to be able to set up 
proper lighting and actually go forward with Lady Maga USA. And I was not about to give up. By the way, the politician who backed out of our event, his name is Nathan Ivey, and he just lost his election in Utah. Doesn't surprise me because he is a wishy-washy conservative. He wasn't willing to actually stand up for our president, Donald Trump, and actually speak out against the radical LGBT community that hates our country, that hates Christians, that hates white people, that hates everybody. But I guarantee he'll be voting for Donald Trump. But of course, he backed out of our event. So we had this crazy, crazy experience at the very beginning. So I just decided my platform is going to be social media. So Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, I started making videos. And as I went forward making these videos and planning a strategic operation for Lady Maga USA, my mother had a tragic car accident on August 3rd, 2019. And unfortunately, she passed away just a short time after that. So I was dealing with the backlash and hatred of the LGBT cult. I was trying to go forward with Lady Maga and film all of my videos. And then my mom had a car accident and she passed away. So it was a challenging time. It was a terrible time. And in the next episode, I'm going to continue the Lady Maga journey from being shut down in Utah and going forward to where I am today. And there's so much to talk about. I hope you will join me in the next episode. God bless you. And I love you, all of my Maga tears. If you enjoyed this program or you are a fan of Lady Maga, then you are a Maga tier. Who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me? L-A-D-Y-M-A-G-A-U-S-A. Hey there, hi there, ho there, fight so we can all be free. L-A-D-Y-M-A-G-A-U-S-A. Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Forever let us wave our Trump flags high. Hi. Come along, we're standing strong for Trump 2020. So I like to call all of my friends who enjoy what I do my MAGA tears. And if you wish to support me in my journey, I take a lot of time off from my customer service job in order to do this full time. I am very much in debt because of all the expenses I have accrued from travel to rental cars to Airbnbs. And if you want to support me right now, all I've got is Venmo. So Lady Maga USA on Venmo, you can support my work. And in the future, I'm going to have merchandise and all kinds of fun stuff for you. And if you do donate, you will receive a little gift in the mail so you can be an official Maga tier. I love you guys and stay tuned for the next podcast. Mm -hmm.